a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi. Hi, everybody. Call us once again. Running on the mountain of joy just coming up to the hikers bridge a lot of this stuff is pretty standard for my start of my podcast it's a bit like Nigel and his running at the canal just about to go over the new bridge They're going to be putting in some interpretive signage here next month to commemorate the opening, probably a a year since they opened the new bridge. Today I'm going to attempt to meet my challenge from Strava of trying 2,000 meters of elevation gain in one month. So that is what I'm working on today. I'm going to be running along Whitaker and then up to Norn, along Norn to Harrop, up Harrop to South Ridge, up South Ridge, all the way to the summit, and then from there I will decide how to make my return. I have all the right equipment on for trail running on the mountain, but I uh, don't have any protective gloves today, so I'm going to have to be a little bit careful 
I really don't want to scuff my palms again. Looks like the sandwich crew are here to remove some timber, some fallen trees. I'm going to take a photograph here. Yeah, this is a good spot to illustrate the situation. Doesn't seem to be anybody here at the moment. The truck is parked, but there doesn't seem to be anybody walking. They might be waiting for their crew to arrive. As I hike up to the first road crossing, once I'm on the other side, it'll get progressively quieter. But until then, I will pause the recording and pick it up once I get to Norn. I did measure this route at around seven kilometers, but I think because the rain is coming again, I might extend this one a little bit just to make the most of a non-rainy day, even though the trail is showing signs of the recent deluge as I elbow my way through the Salal. Nine minute pace is pretty much podcasting pace for me, especially with no auto pause. Everything counts. Photo breaks. video clip taking all that kind of business that slows you down it's all going to be real time so Strava's one uh, the one challenge that I do every month well one of the challenges that I do every month is uh, the Elevation Running Challenge. Today I need 155 meters of elevation gain. So that is what I will get today, almost certain of that. But I will check when I get to the summit, just to see how I'm doing. So I'm now well and truly in the quiet zone of Norn as I meet my first dog party. Hello. 
and down. Samantha just told me I'm five seconds behind. As I approach Churchill Drive, there is another fake bridge here, but uh, it's not the triple bridge, it's just a single span over a swampy section. So I'm well and truly on Harrop now. A real chin scraper of a hill, this one. It's about a 45 degree pitch upwards. Average around 45. Goes steeper, like to 60. But uh, averaging out, averaging it all out at about 45 degree climb, two minutes behind my pace at the moment. 9.49 per kilometer. Let me just check the altitude here. All right, I'm up to 76 meters. Let's see if it's giving me altitude. No. It's giving me just the height that I'm at. That's when I look at the log so far. I thought it would give me just so far climbing, but no, it's just giving me the spot height. So the title of this episode is to do with the old altitude challenge. I've already started the post-production, I guess you should call it pre-production, because I've given it a title, which I have forgotten. I have put in a soundtrack, which is copyright-free. I got a strike the other day from YouTube. They're giving me two more warnings and then my YouTube channel will be closed down. Which won't be too alarming. I could just open another one. I'm not too worried about continuity. All my stuff is repeatable. As you know, I'm just going to switch the music off in my ears. As uh, the next song is singing, 
and I don't want to spend too much time listening to music and not enough time talking to you guys. I had a really interesting podcast. I've listened to it before in the past, but on a different podcatcher. I'm now listening to it on Spreaker and it's called History Unplugged. It's very interesting. They cover all topics, most of them loosely based around the 18th and 19th century of American history. It's funny, when they said they were recording an episode of an event that happened a hundred years ago, I thought, well, well, that's a long time. But uh, I wasn't born then, obviously, but 1922, my father was eight then. So, there you go, within one generation, my, this generation and the previous one of my family have spanned over a hundred years. Hello. Hi. Oh, dog. Hi. It's another young Natasha dog. dog. There's a step section here. I'm going to take a photograph with my phone. I'm five minutes behind my pace, but what can you do? No, it's steep, it's steep, you gotta hike. I would say I was halfway up the mountain, halfway up Peacoles. I'm now on the South Ridge Trail at 127 meters above sea level. I am trying to add some structure to my training by doing my hill repeats with Norma on Sundays. My steady pace lockside runs. They're normally 80 minutes or more. And uh, these altitude runs, which pretty quickly become hikes. I'm feeling quite elated at the moment. Last night I had trouble visualizing how I would get on to this trail, the South Ridge I am now on. There's some excellent photo opportunities coming up soon. 
I've already used my good camera once today. So once I get these views, I might start using it for one or two prime photos, like round about now. So I think I took three pictures there with the Nikon A300 Coolpix as I put my camera away before I drop it on the rocks. I'm halfway through my goal of, uh, I think it's 70 minutes I've set on the clock, but as I was saying earlier, because it's such a nice day, I will probably extend this run to 80 minutes as I get some firm footing to take another shot with my phone this time for the Relive app for the map. I was saying I'm feeling lazy, but that's because, uh, hang on a second. All right, here we go. I have to remember not to expose my camera, my phone camera to the cold too much because it does tend to freeze when the cold temperatures hit the battery. The older the battery, the less charge it holds and the more of a temperature shock the phone gets, the quicker it decides to give up. It just gives up. It just stops functioning. Yeah, this is quite hard to do because the rocks are wet, even with my Nike Zoom khaki green trail shoes. It's still somewhat of a challenge. I think I'll take a few more photographs with my better camera because of the aforementioned issue with the brain freeze of the phone. It is doing a lot of work for me today. It's recording obviously my movement through space. Plus, it is also acting as my backup relive camera. So I don't really want to overdo it. I don't want it to quit on me just yet. Possibly at the very summit, I won't be too concerned if it dies on me because by then the podcast will already be pretty much finished. Let me see on my watch. I'm up to about 38 minutes, 38 minutes real time. And uh, I'm guessing about 18 minutes of audio time. 18.08 to be precise. I can check that right off the voice recorder. Just press pause, pull it out of the windsock 
have a quick look slide it back and press pause again so I can see the antenna now so it means that I'm almost at the top there's a couple more climbs I've been moving for 39 minutes so far so uh, there you go 18 and a half minutes of audio I want this one to be 30 minutes long so I have a, a reason to get to the summit around the 30 minute mark because that would be a logical place to stop the recording so getting back to this century old historic report it was a, a guy who was what was he no that was another podcast that was even older that was from the American Civil War I will tell you that one instead that story is about a guy who was in the Union fighting and uh, he got caught pretty close to where all the action was happening I think he was 17 at the time and he got some shrapnel that hit him really hard on the side of the head which left him unconscious for a period of time by which time the Confederates front had passed uh, where he was lying bleeding and dying on the ground and uh, remembering that he's 18 years old he recovered quite quickly from his unconscious state only to find he was behind the grey line meaning that he was now captured by the enemy but because they were so close to the front line the soldiers that were supposed to be guarding him weren't doing a very good job they had more important things to do they had bigger fish to fry than the 18 year old wounded Yankee so basically he was captured and then he pretty much uncaptured himself but he almost died out there he had serious brain injury he was bandaged as they did in those days and basically left to see if he was going to survive but uh, miraculously he did he was seriously traumatized by then not only by the atrocities 
that he'd seen in the war, but also by the fact that he had this brain injury, which left him with what you would say now was uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, but they didn't know what that was in those days. So, basically, the union management decided that drinking was probably one of the ways to cope with this situation. They didn't have mental health nurses in those days, so he was left with his PTSD and his alcohol addiction, which probably led, which was probably more at the beginning as a means of coping with pain. But very soon it became a habit for him. And uh, he led the, after the war, he led the hobo life and uh, hopped freight trains and traveled all the way around the United States, basically bumming work wherever he could. This is the last climb up to the summit. I'm gonna go come down. sure what it's called now. My mind's gone blank, but I, I'm very familiar with this trail coming down. Anyway, so he was left with PTSD and alcohol addiction. Anyway, they carried it on. It was a biography of his life right until he died in uh, 1922, I believe it was. So it went from this American Civil War until the First Depression. I'm now at the summit. I'm going to record my statutory 360 video using my voice recorder for the audio as I scan slowly around. I'm now looking north. You can see Salt Spring Island in the distance under the cap of cloud. You can't really see the North Shore of Vancouver because there is too much cloud up there. And around to San Juan Island and back to the antenna. So there you go, 360 from the top of Picols. These photographs are going to appear in my blog as I put the camera away for the last time and uh, check on my recording. Okay, well that's great. I have. 26 minutes of audio so I can do another four minutes to say goodbye to you and I think I pretty much finished the story about the young 
Union soldier and his PTSD. But one final thing to add to the way the military deal with mental health issues is that most of the stricken military, the ones that saw the worst of the fighting and the worst of the atrocities ended up with the same drinking issues and uh, that was probably what caused the temperance movement in the United States. So after that little history lesson, history unplugged, I will say goodbye to you as I try and safely descend Mount Douglas, Mount Peacols, as the natives would call it, as we shall all be calling it now. Bye-bye.